Welcome to We Drink and We Know Things, a weekly podcast doused in alcohol and lit with knowledge. Clinkies! Hello. Hi, guys. What up? Welcome to We Drink and We Know Things, the podcast. This one's going to be a little different, I think. Yeah, because we're about to let you guys listen to our live show. Yeah, man. We had a really cool opportunity recently. We got to open. Uh, here in Louisville for the Hillbilly Horror Stories podcast. The Brohio podcast, uh, Bishop James Long. It was really cool. It was dope. We, we felt like rock stars. Dope. We had to wear headsets. We had a really yeah. fun time. Everybody was super you fun. You kept talking how you felt like Britney Spears. I did. I wanted to break out in uh, one of her songs the you entire did time. Many times. But everybody was super welcoming and awesome and... We met some really cool people. We even yeah, had but Ohio a few even fans. recorded this for us. So thank you guys so much for that, and we're excited to share it with you. And that's what we're gonna let you guys listen to now, and let us know what you think. Yeah, you want some please. more uh, live shows? But as you said, this is a little different because we had to condense one story together in 25 minutes. It's a little and short, boy. You guys, if you've listened to us before, know how we are. We're not short, We're boys. not good at 25 minutes. So I think we killed it, though. I think we did a good job. Yeah. Let yeah. us know what you think. Um, send us an email. Thank you for anybody who was there, anybody who is listening now from the live show, who supported us, who came up. And we're, everybody was so great. We had such a good time. And we hope to have more live shows in the future. Yeah, man. Thank you guys so much. Enjoy, guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, do we got it on? Oh, oh. Hello. Hello. We're going to try to What's fig- up? figure out this mic situation where I'm not screaming at you. Can you guys you. hear us okay? Oh, wait. Cool. I'm, I'm going to pull out my phone and I'm going to put a little timer here. Just talk amongst yourselves for a second. So I don't freak out and go too long. Okay. Hello. Hi, guys. What's up? Welcome. Do we sound okay? Can everybody in the back hear us? Yeah. Cool. Hey, I saw my sister's thumb, so that's great. <laughs> We uh, are We Drink and We Know Things. The podcast. Yeah, man. We are. I'm Tom. I'm Andrea. We're married. We're the pains. We're the we, pains. We're married. Thank you very much. One, we one like applause. each other thank most you, of the time. You, most of the time. Most of yeah. the time. <laughs> um, we talk about all kinds of, if you've never listened, which I'm assuming we're We pretty got two new folks here, in here that I first sure heard the podcast. Okay. I see a hand. Yeah. So <laughs> we, oh, I saw another hand. There we go. Yeah. Um, we talk about all kinds of weird things uh true crime conspiracies uh, ghost stories horrible things haunted mostly. objects yeah all kinds of stuff Can, yeah i mean we get all pretty much all things weird yeah so normally i'll tell a story that andrea is not familiar with and then she'll tell me a story that i'm not familiar with so you kind of get that kind of raw you get that element of surprise the element of surprises are genuine with each other yeah and we, we drink. A little uh, bit. I, All right. It's in the title. Clinky. But, right. you know, typically it's Franzia boxed wine. I try to make cocktails. I used to be yeah. a bartender, so I try to make cocktails every once in a while, but mostly we drink boxed wine. I don't always like the cocktails, so. She never likes the cocktails. It's fine. I just realized that you can't really drink with a headset. It's a little challenging, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So uh, today we're going to do it a little different since yeah. this is a live since thing. Normally we, our show usually goes about an hour, hour and a half, because sometimes longer, because we're drinking and we're talking and we're married and you get into, you know. We fight happens. a lot. <laughs> no, Tune in, no. it's great. <laughs> no, rumors. But no, so today we're going to tackle this a wild story 
together. Yeah. Oh, really quick. Thanks so much for uh, Hillbilly Horror Big Stories for having Hillbilly us. Thank you Hillbilly Horror Stories. Side for Brohio. Brohio. Khalil's for hosting us. We're man. very, so very much. excited. Yeah, we're um, geeked to be we're here for nervous. sure. We're not nervous. We're not nervous. You're nervous. This, <laughs> not, this is not our life. First life I'm super nervous. Um, you, yeah. Are you guys ready to get into this? Because it's a wild story. Yeah, let's do it. Okay? Cool. All right. I feel so short. You're a tiny human. Uh, we are going to tell you guys a story of a lady named Walburga Dolly Korschel, later known last name as Ostrike. Anybody know this story? Walburga? Cool. Yeah. So I'm going to shout Walburga a lot because it's a fun name, but for the, for the sake of the story, shout. I won't shout, no. Don't but shout. We're going to call her Dolly for the sake of this story. So Dolly, Walburga Dolly, was born in Germany in 1880. So we're going back. Um for some reason, the actual date she was born, like day she was born, is not uh, listed anywhere. I guess, like any woman, she doesn't want her, na- her age to be known, mm. so that's left off. But as a young lady, she was moved from Germany to rural Wisconsin. Big old change there, mm-hmm. where she grew up on a hardworking farm of poverty. So that's got to be a big change, Germany and, yeah. to Wisconsin. That's a lot, yeah. yeah. And normally we kind of dive deep into the backgrounds and stuff of the people that we discuss to kind of get a more accurate portrayal of who they are. But since this is so long ago, there isn't a ton of information, uh, not a lot to give us about uh, toddler Dolly. There's, no, we yeah. don't really know much more about Dolly. We don't Dolly. know much about her, her early life. Yeah, and she went to Germany. So... Moving on, in comes Fred Ostrike. He was born December 8th, 1877, and Fred was a very wealthy man and owned a textile factory in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where our Lady Walburga happened to reside. So the two met, and they fell in love. And they got an idea. Uh, so there's not a huge like backstory about their relationship. Like there's no like he has a super cool textile, super expensive jacket like that he throws over a puddle for her or anything. Putting it over a puddle. There is none of that. All we know is they met and they were married. Um, yeah, not to rush it along. There's they got married. Yeah, that's it. Moving along. It's the it, nineteen early nineteen. It's, you, know, it's, you know they did things differently. The records they weren't in, they weren't uh, in place. You know. So Fred had one of the biggest mansions in the city of Milwaukee. Probably another reason she fell in love with him. I doubt it. And as we said, Fred owned an apron factory and textile manufacturing was a profitable business in 1913, which is where we are now in the story. So Dolly and Fred were living a pretty posh life, uh, as the article say. I think in 2019, it's more of a bougie, bougie lifestyle. Bougie uh, lifestyle. As a side, our guy Fred, he liked to drink. He was a drinker. Um, he didn't drink too much, but he, 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 had, a, he had a little... He liked to drink, yeah. Clinkies? What? like to drink. Um, so back to Fred. He drinks. He likes to drink. He spends most of his time outside of work with his boys at the bar. He was an avid hunter, and additionally, he was a drinker. Weird. All right. There we go. <laughs> Clinky. Clinkies. Uh, so while Fred was with his boys, Dolly was at home feeling neglected, and self-conscious because she was not getting the attention and the stuff that she needed from Fred. I'm talking about. Uh, not only emotionally, but physically, you know, like adult nap time. A little uh, afternoon delight. A bedroom rodeo. Mm, a little uh, monkey business. Mm. Oh, fornication. Yes. She wasn't getting that. Uh. Hmm. So Dolly was known as the mother of the business and she really took care of the employees 
One employee, however, caught her eye and gave her the attention she desired that she wasn't getting from Fred. Uh, yeah. This employee was 17-year-old Otto Sanhuber. Sanhuber. Sanhuber, who was the factory's sewing machine repairman. So, one day in 1913, Dolly's sewing machine happened to break hmm. down. No. <laughs> Knowing just the man to call... She had Fred send their trusted sewing machine repairman over to fix it. So, <laughs> 17-year-old yeah. Otto innocently knocks on Dolly's door. She opens the door, and good old Dolly greets him in nothing but a silk robe and stocking. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. This is like a 1913 so silk it's, robe. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> so, believe it or not, they began... Um, Belly bumping. Uh, doing the hanky panky. A little bouch, wow, wow. A little sexy time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You guys know what I am. <laughs> you know what we're talking about. <laughs> so Dolly and Otto continued to bump uglies, uh, starting with Dolly going to Otto's room in a boarding house. Then they sexy. moved. Sexy. It was very sexy. A boarding, a boarding house, boarding very sexy. Room house? They're known for sexiness. Uh, then they moved to a nearby hotel. Oh, sexier. Even better, right? Yeah. But after things got a bit expensive, they even brought it into Fred and Walburga's marital bed. Woohoo! Mm. Oh, she lit a candle. That was probably <laughs> the only lighting at the time. Anyway. Also, just as a side, it said that they were like going after it. Eight, nine, ten-hour sessions. Big deals. He's seventeen. He's a young man. So. As Dolly <laughs> continued to have a young, handsome toddler. He's I'm sorry, a man. I'm sorry. I mean, a 17-year-old boy. Man. He's, a, He's man. a man. He's grown. Show up day after day. Well, the nosy neighbors, those dang neighbors, they began to talk. And Dolly claimed, uh, and Do but Dolly calmed the rumors by reassuring that Otto was just her vagabond half-brother. Everybody's got Come one. On. Everybody's Just got one. Just a brother. This, ex this excuse appeased the neighbors for a few weeks, uh, but they soon began to doubt Dolly's story because, Weird. I mean, who, who's trying to see their family that who often? Who sees their family that much? Uh, so Dolly did the most logical thing she could think, and she asked Otto to move in with her. Can we... Into the house. Yeah. Just, yeah. So She's move, he's he's she moving into the house. She would like Otto, and yes, Dolly still... Lives with her husband, Fred. Yep. Um, she In his big-ass house. Still has her husband, Fred. And she's asking Otto to move into the mm -hmm. same house mm -hmm. where Fred lives. I get it. Um, where they're this married, happy mm. couple lives. So the Ostrikes happen to have a very large attic. There it is. And Dolly told Otto to quit his job where he was working for her husband uh, and move into this said large attic. And Otto, being a 17-year-old young man, was pretty willing to accept Dolly's offer for free room and board uh, and extreme cuddling from a cougar. Yes, that extreme cuddling. Our guy happily quit his job and moved into Dolly's attic. So this bro, this dude. He's he psyched. We got free room and board. We got a lady banging it out nine hours a day, feeding you a lot sandwiches, of juice. some juice a lot boxes. Of stretching. Yep. You know? You know what it is. Uh, so, Otto, our, our boy Otto, also had our boy Otto. another passion outside of Dolly, believe it or not, um, and that was his dream of writing and publishing Pulp Fiction stories. So my guy's 17 years old, living in an attic, oh, writing wait. Pulp Fiction stories. Also, he really liked to make bath 
bathtub gin. Who doesn't? Bathtub I love bathtub gin. gin. I mean, he's got to drink, I had a pool this morning. drink something up there in that attic. Otto is living rent-free in his ex-boss's attic, having sex with his ex-boss's wife sure. while pursuing his dream of a Pulp Fiction author. This American dream. You can't ask for more. <laughs> uh, so Fred is a busy guy, and he drinks a lot, uh, and he likes, to have, he likes to keep the Saturdays for the boys. Saturdays are for the boys for You know Fred. what I'm talking about? Uh, so during the day, while Fred is hard at work, Dolly lets Otto out to play. They spend hours upon hours... You know what I'm saying. She lets them out They're the doing their stuff, yeah. She lets them They're out They're doing the their stuff, yeah. She lets them out of that little attic for a bit. A little while. They got some hours under them sheets. They logged their time for sure. I will. So, Fred conveniently never went into the attic. He's too busy. <laughs> Weird. Uh, but as time passed, and Otto, our attic dweller, got more comfortable in his little penthouse attic, uh, Fred began to hear unexplained noises and thought that he noticed things such as cigars, money, oh, and steaks were going up missing. Mother I mean, stealing my steak. Where's my steak? It doesn't stole my steak. That's no. a weird thing to just have. Uh, so Dolly consistently dismissed Fred's claim of things missing by telling him he was just you're drunk. You hammered. You ate drunk. the steak. You smoked the cigars. You're drunk. You don't know you're what you're talking drunk. about. So. In 1918, this is five years after Otto moved into their attic. We're five years. Five in years this today. dude lived in the attic. Fred five becomes, years. he starts five becoming, years. it's crazy, right? Five, five years. years. Uh, Fred starts becoming very paranoid, but not necessarily about Dolly cheating, but he thinks that their house is haunted. I mean, the logical thing. I would rather my house be haunted than some kid living in my attic. I can't my place for five years. Much less this dude not going up into his attic for five yeah. years. Well, she's got her stuff up there. But yeah, the more logical thing, he thinks it's haunted. Yeah, I get it. So he's attributing that to the loud noises in the attic, which is essentially our guy, Otto. And the thing's going missing. Dolly's like, yo. The steaks. Mostly drunk. the steaks. So Fred decides that they need to move uh, from this haunted place and expand the business to L.A., moving it to the big California. Boom. Uh, and Dolly also decides she's going to move... Her attic boy Gotta to move LA the attic boy. with her. Yeah. Why would she leave him behind? Uh, so obviously she supports her husband, but her one request for the move, got any guesses? She needed an attic in Gotta this new it. house. She just had to have an attic. So she sends him ahead in LA and he moves into the attic of their, of their second house at this point. Fred, yeah. She, she's like, yeah, great. Let's do this. Support the business. So he's already installed in the attic no, no, in their new she place. She sends him to LA and then she meets him and she's like, yeah, come on. Let me show you your new attic space. Oh, you've got to work. Go work, Fred. Go you get work. three more square feet. <laughs> so they go to LA and they settle into their new place and then Dolly, Otto, and Fred settle back into the exact same, same routine. Same good old routine. Fred's getting hammered. Auto stealing steaks. Dolly's, <laughs> Dolly's living it right. Rent free. Uh, so over the okay. next four years, Dolly and Fred's marriage worsened and their fights became louder and seemingly more violent. Mm. And at this point, Otto's been living in the attics, in their attics for nine years. Can we just talk about attics? Multiple, Multiple attics, attics over nine years. nine years. Year. This dude better have been getting drunk. I don't, I'm not good at math, but that's like he's like 27 now. Yeah, he's been in there for a long time. That's insane. I mean, come on. It's so, um, 
Do, oh, come on. Yep. Keep it going. Oh, okay. You, you, you keep on telling them <laughs> the story, babe. On August 22nd, Dolly and Fred came home late from a party and got into a fight that Attic, uh, Attic Otto seemed worse than any other, and he began to fear for Dolly's safety. So he ran down from the attic with a 25 caliber revolver uh, ready to protect his dear cougar. So he's here in this fight, and he's like, uh, no, this is uh, the one. Uh, I've been here for almost 10 years. <laughs> I, this is my house. This is my cougar. So Otto, at this point, it's probably going to be a cougar. He's almost 30. So yeah. Otto shoots Fred three times, twice in the chest and once in the head, killing him. Mm-hmm. My only thought here is it's been all this time. What was poor Fred Fred thinking? turns around and is like, I don't have a sewing machine. <laughs> Otto, what are you doing here? Machine, and he's like, I ate your steaks. Bang, bang, bang. I've been here the whole time. Joke's on you. Uh, (laughs) So at this point, Otto and Dolly decide that they're going to hastily stage a botched burglary to cover it up. So they're pulling out drawers and knocking over furniture. You know, your regular as you do when you botch a robbery. When the woman's killed her husband, and you know, but ripping Fred. Oh, then they rip Fred's custom uh, pocket watch from his chain on his person so they don't make it really look like a robbery and they lock Dolly into a closet that could only be locked from the outside okay so after this what 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 about Otto I bet he went back to the attic yeah. yeah. He went right back up to back his into attic. The attic. He went right up to that attic space. I mean, he's been there for, what, 10 years? Nobody it's his home, man. He likes a little cozy, cozy attic space. You know? So Dolly, locked in the in the closet, begins to scream uh, until her neighbors grow suspicious and call for help. I, I would also attribute that to the, the gunshots. Probably, probably the, the gunshots. Gun Maybe more heard the gunshots. Uh, the police show up. They find Dolly screaming and locked in the closet. She tells them that they came home from a party. She was hanging up her coat and was pushed into a closet and locked in. She thought it was Fred, but heard gunshots and began screaming. Like a fun, that, don't you love that I fun, thought it was just my husband locking me in the gun closet. Don't you love that fun joke when I'm like hanging up my coat and you're like, get it's in that there. Little game. I'm going to lock you yeah. in. We've done that before. <laughs> Isn't it fun? Yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> so the police come. They take Dolly's story and file it as a botched burglary, uh, turned murderous. I can only see the headlines. A bot burglary turned murderous. Lady locked in the closet. It's not an R. Kelly song, though. I really wanted to. I really wanted to okay. drop that R. Kelly joke in there. No, we don't. No, that's more murderous. <laughs> we don't talk about that. Uh, so, as such, Dolly, of course, inherited all of Fred's money. Yeah. So then Dolly sells the house, buys a new house in the same neighborhood. But don't worry, she made sure there was attic space for our guy Otto, and she moves him into another attic space. New attic space. In the same neighborhood. Otto. Yes. <laughs> this is crazy, man. Um, Wait, I lost my space. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So we got a new house. Otto's up in his new attic. His third attic over like, we're like 10 years in at this point. Enter our new guy, Herman Shapiro, mm-hmm. who is Dolly's attorney. They begin a relationship. Otto is still in the attic, and she's still dating this in dude. in the attic. Like, he could at least, like, have gotten his own, like, apartment or something. What? Why is he in the attic still? It's, where it's all he knows. He lacks the it's attic. All he knows. It's comfortable. So this is where Dolly makes her first mistake. Um, she gave Herman Fred's diamond pocket watch that was what? stolen in the burglary. Uh-huh. 
So Herman, being her attorney, recognized the watch from the burglary, and Dolly had claimed that she'd found it in a couch cushion uh, and didn't think she needed to tell anybody about it. Uh, She gave it to Herman because it was such a unique piece, and she didn't want it to waste away in, like, a police storage box. You don't want that sitting in a police storage. Listen, there's diamonds in that thing now. You know, the robber, Mm -mm. he, he dropped it. Fell in the seat cushion. She found it. Don't it's fine. Need to go to waste. It's fine. Come on. Uh, so Dolly makes a second mistake. That's a big one right here. Uh, she's she asks her third lover. This woman though. Dolly's got I mean, game, bro. I'm gonna be honest. She's not that cute. The pictures I of Dolly, you're like she's you got she's got some game, man. Maybe she's like 19, 20 hot. I don't know. I uh, maybe. <laughs> so maybe. her third lover. Roy Klum, she asks him to dispose of a 25 caliber revolver. <laughs> Weird. And he willingly did it. Yeah. Surprise. Uh, he hides it up in this place called La Brea Tar Pits. Which I think are the, the tar pits in, in La Brea. Brea. Yeah, sure. Yep. Yeah, so in 1923, though, Dolly broke up with Roy Klum. She broke his heart. She messed him up, man. And in revenge, he went to the police and told them about disposing the gun for Dolly. Oh, that's like... That's pretty incriminating. Today's Facebook status, revenge of liking yeah, Google's right? picture. He was like, I'm going to go tell them about this gun. Uh, so police recover the gun, and they arrest Dolly for the murder of her husband, Fred. No. However, Dolly's defense was impenetrable because... How could she have killed her dear husband if she was locked in a closet that could only be locked from the outside? So after months of hearings, Dolly was released. But so while she was incarcerated, she had Herman, who this which is, was her this attorney. This is just great. This is crazy. This is just great. Her attorney and her boyfriend that her half brother was living in their attic. And that she needed him to go take dude some food. She's like, I got this guy. It's not a big deal. In my attic. There's my a dude brother. living in my attic. It's He's fine. Probably hungry. He hasn't eaten in weeks. Could you go take him some food? And he's like, That's weird. What's even creepier is she's like, when you get to the attic space, scratch on the door three times so I can't he knows knock? you're like I can't knock. Can't just be like, hey, what's I up? I can't just I'm in your house. Hey, what's up, bro? So I feel like he's uh, gonna be like a cyclops or something. Uh <laughs> So, um, Otto answers the door, and him and Herman get to talking. And Herman never is under the impression, yeah, never want <laughs> that to happen. You got multiple lovers. You never want that. Oh to happen. man, the side pieces are meeting. Herman <laughs> thinks Otto is her brother, and he's like, "No, dude, I'm. I've been living in her attic as her lover for like ten and he's years." Like, what? I'm. But no, I'm that's. Lo- my, but I do that. I'm her lover. That's my thing, though. What? You've been here the whole time. Oh. Could you hear everything? That we were. He heard oh, okay. it. So. Herman, not obviously not wanting competition for this fucking babe-ass dolly. Oops, mm-hmm. She's a babe. Um, 1920s babe. He kicks Otto out. He's like, you get. Get out. You better get. You get, and you don't come back. You know, I'm not going to tell anybody. We're fine, but you get out. So he tells him to leave and essentially never come back. Yeah, don't, go, don't you come back. So what happens next is Dolly and Herman move in together, but things are never, like, smooth, right? And at this point, Otto has pieced out we don't know what happened to Otto. He leaves. He's, and he's like, all right, I've done this for like a long time. I would maybe, like to see what life is like outside of the attic. Maybe I should. You maybe know, there's go, more to life go with a window. My life. Maybe I could, you know, do something. Well, other I'm going to make it as a pulp writer. Uh, my bathtub <laughs> gin is really going to take it's off. It's going to take off. Canada. And that's where They're Hendrix gin it. comes from. And there we go. <laughs> uh, so 
Dolly and Herman move in together, but it's never a smooth relationship because they don't have a dude living in their attic. Also, I mean, you're coming off of a... It's a weird like, thing to come into, I was yeah. your defense attorney. Oh, then I also took food to your brother, love And I got your dead husband's attic? watch. It's a weird thing. How can you come back from so that? So in 1930, no. uh, our guy Herman, he moves out. They break up. He moves out and immediately goes to the police. She just, like, when you... Screw her over. Those dudes She's are not like, ha- they're not having I'm it. I'm good while I got, but you you break my heart and I'm it's going over. to the cops. So he goes to the cops and he tells them about Otto. He tells them about the watch. Um, and then the jig is kind of up at this point. Otto had moved to Canada to start a new life. At this point, Otto has literally started a new life. Yeah. He's married. He's got kids. He's got kids. He was like, this is what adulting. This is what houses are way life. cooler than just attics. I, I found out. So live in an attic and write stories. Which, by the way, he actually was. He did yeah. a lot of stories. There's a lot of like in pseudonyms and stuff, so nobody. We don't, yeah. yeah, he he was uh, yeah wrote under a different name, so we we can't track they say the he stories, was, or we would have just read you one of those gems right now. But <laughs> part two, the pulp so, novel. Um, eight years after Fred's murder, Otto is found and arrested. For Fred's murder. Yeah. Dolly is also arrested, but this time for conspiracy to commit murder because, you know, she already got off for the actual murder, so they can't do that again. So she's picked up again. She got off a few times, I think. (laughs) Ew. A few times. Uh, So Otto, Otto was convicted of manslaughter. However, at the time, the statute of limitations for manslaughter were seven years. And he was eight years removed, so he's let go. Just, yeah, nope. And at which point he just kind of vanishes into the ether. We, we never like see Otto it. again. He's gone. So uh, he's set free. Yeah, he, and that's the end of the story of Otto, uh, essentially. Dolly's trial ended in a hung jury. Ew. As she proved to be a very sympathetic suspect, and the police didn't have enough evidence, so they decided they didn't want to try her again, and they were like, go have your own hung jury again, and again, and again, and again. <laughs> Uh, Dolly began after this, believe it or not, another relationship. This one kind of stuck, though, man. This one's a good one. I mean, she killed it. She's, yeah, I mean, she kind of killed a dude. She began a new relationship with, uh, Ray Hedrick, and they dated for 30 years. No, it's fine. They married April 5th, 1961. Dolly died three days later at the age of 81. That's pretty nuts. That is the story of Walburga, y'all. Mm-hmm. I mean, can we talk about kind of nuts, right? Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. She's crazy. She was crazy. She was she was a woman of a certain appetite, I think, to for sure. Somebody, yeah. So. Well, man. Anyway, thank you all so much for giving us a little bit of time Again, today. Yeah, where we drink and we know things podcast. Please give us a listen. Follow us on social media. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks thank for, you guys again. so much for coming out. We're super excited to be here. Thanks, guys.